What's going on, Steelers Nation Radio? Welcome to another edition of the Steelers Blitz here on SNR on today's episode of the Blitz. Arthur Motes and I got plenty to yap about. Week two of OTAs is beginning on the south side. We've got more and more Steelers uh, back in Pittsburgh now. More to discuss there. We've got a a national story, um, a little bit of a crossover featuring a, a prominent tennis player and some unruly fan behavior at some playoff games uh, that Moats and I want to discuss some common themes there. We start today, though, with some interesting things, speaking of discussions, that Chase Claypool had to say about one Julio Jones. Here we go. Hewler and Moats are on the air. This is the Steelers Blitz on your 24-7 home of the black and gold. SNR, Steelers Nation Radio. Yes, indeed. It's 12 o'clock Eastern Standard Time. That can only mean one thing, ladies and gentlemen. For the next two hours, you're going to have Euler and Moats. No, no, no. Moats and Euler as we take you inside the Steelers Blitz on Steeler Nation Radio. And I am so excited about today, man. Oh, yeah? Whenever we get a chance to... Well, tell me more, tell me more. Listen, whenever we get a chance to come in off of a long weekend... Tell me more, Oh, you can't say long weekend. We can't say that. Anytime you're coming off of a holiday weekend or a weekend where you're, you know, just getting a chance to to reflect on life and things like that, it's always a fun time. And now I'm back in here with my great hair colleague who's got the singings right now. You you, you hear him over here just humming away. We stayed out (laughs) till 10 o'clock. Wait, sorry, what happened? I just... You see the little songbird over here. You me over there. And see this I just, little songbird over here. for a minute. Tell aye, me aye, more. Aye. Tell me more. <laughs> but anywho, ladies and gentlemen, anywho. What up, Moti? Man, I'm excited, bro. How, how you been, man? It was a good weekend for you? It was. Um, nice to recharge in a way. You know, have a day off. Uh, Memorial Day is, it, it, it like, if, if, if you evaluate Memorial Day properly, mm-hmm. right, it's not one of those like, oh, you hope you had a happy Memorial Day. Mm-hmm. Thing, you know what I mean? Um, but 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 a nice time of reflection. It's always it's always a good time to catch up with some family members I feel like that I haven't seen in a while. I've shared before. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've got a cousin who's been stationed in Italy for three years, was able to talk to, to their family who, you know, we haven't seen for two, three years. They've got two kids now, which is always nice. Um, and it kind of it's the unofficial start of summer. Right, which is yeah. when you wake up, you get back to work. It's June, and it feels like, oh wow, you know, like summertime's <laughs> here. You can feel those vacations coming around the corner. Week two of OTAs, Motsi, as we see more and more Stellars coming back to Pittsburgh. It was it was a nice weekend. No, without about, a doubt. You, man. How about yourself? Oh man, you already know, man. Anytime we get a chance to relax, kick back, family time, mm-hmm. always always a big fan of that, man. But we also had some. Interesting Steeler news. We did? We did. You know this is the Pittsburgh Steelers, baby, and this is why we are so fortunate to work for the Steelers Nation Radio because there's never a dull moment. There is not. We, we don't believe in off-season dead periods. Arthur Motes, there's only three teams, I mm-hmm. believe, in the national – four teams in the National Football League that have their own year-round radio. Yes, yes. And there's a, there's a reason why we're one of those four, and, uh, and it's because, yeah, in Steelers land there is always something cooking. We, we always keep it hot. We always keep it the AFC spicy. North Kitchen. So, with that being said, the comments that I'm referring to are by second-year receiver, mm. wide receiver, Chase Claypool. And he was uh, asked by TMZ, 
about a certain wide receiver that has become disgruntled slash ready to hit the open market. I'm TMZ, talking about huh? Julio Jones. Uh, yeah, Julio Jones, 10-year vet with the Atlanta Falcons. Obviously, he made headlines a week ago when he was on with uh, Shannon Sharp and Skip Bayless and obviously said that, man, he is out of Atlanta. He's planning on being done there. He's gone. He's trying to get traded, whatever mm-hmm. it may be. Mm-hmm. Then the Falcons ended up corroborating uh, corrobor- that by saying that they're only looking for a first-round draft pick in order to move him. So it became open season for the Julio Jones market. Even <laughs> if you didn't even need a wide receiver, it became open season. So obviously Chase has asked about Julio Jones, and he simply says that he would love, not like, he would love, love. to have Julio Jones be a part of the Pittsburgh Steelers. So instantly, you know what that got me thinking because I always laugh about this. This is the duality of the media business. You have <laughs> the people that love to speculate for the simple sake of speculation, sure, right? In terms sure. of, oh, what about that play? What about this play? And we get and these astronomical wish lists, 100%. these just far fetched, no ties, nobody even connected 100%. person here. People who are just trying to fill content Correct. this time of year. Correct. Yep. But then you have the kind of guys that operate like us where we're not going to come up here and bring up speculation unless it has some type of legitimate legs to it. Correct. I.e. Chase Claypool saying on record, hey, I would love this guy to be here. Now we evaluate it. Now we'll discuss it and look into it. But like I said, last week, man, when that happened, we weren't about to come up here and ask, hey, man, do you think Julio will be a good fit in Pittsburgh? Would you like to see him here? Do you think that could work? <laughs> no, because we don't do that. If you want that, go to the other guys. Ah. All right. <laughs> but that got me thinking. It's like, man, Julio in Pittsburgh, Julio in Pittsburgh. Now, before me and you dive into it a little bit more, mm-hmm. I do want to present this part of the question to the power grid, the megawatts. If you simply would want Julio, if you think he will be a fit here, let us know on the Twitter.com at TheBody52. TheBody. And at Wesley Euler. The good head. And the same goes for if you feel like you don't want him here, you don't <laughs> think he would be a good fit here. All right? Same thing. Same, Hit us on the, on the dot com. All right? On it's pretty simple. We, we're, we're, equal, uh, we're equal opportunity here. Okay, we, we take the good and the bad. That's what we do. So, as long as it's, uh, you know, age appropriate. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> so with that being said, though, just a simple question to you. Before we get into the layers of does it work? financially would it work is the interest the simple question do you want julio jones in pittsburgh i mean yeah and i agree just the simple the simple part of it would we want him here you're taking all the qualifiers out of it no qualifiers we're just simply asking asking if i want one of the top three wide receivers in the nfl in pittsburgh i mean top three throughout his tenure in the nfl if we're being realistic about it future all like gold like without a doubt gold jacket guy potentially first ballot guy like like, he's in that conversation absolutely the same way we talk about a b same we talk about dan uh it was a deandre hopkins and these Mm -hmm. type of guys julio has been a constant Constant. factor for a decade for a hundred percent yes for a decade and not and this is obviously separate from his nfl career too but just a guy who was accomplished in college um, was yep. a high draft pick, you know, had the expectations, had the pedigree, mm-hmm. and has lived up to it every step of the way. Mm-hmm. Um, you always got room for those type of guys, yep. right? Those Larry, it feels a lot like Larry Fitzgerald in a lot yes. of ways. No, no off the field trouble. Mm-hmm. In, in fact, quite in, the opposite. Done, very quiet. This is probably the am- first time we've amazing heard amazing things for their communities. Think about this. This is probably yeah. like the first time we realistically have heard Julio's name mentioned around any type of controversy. And it's only controversy because he simply said that. You know, he's done in Atlanta. He wants to be, you know, he'd rather go to these different teams. But we never hear anything from Julio. That That's the part. I mean, the dude has been, for all we know, 
a, a, a poster child for being a superstar and, wide receiver in the NFL and, and no, while living in Atlanta. Hundred <laughs> um, percent. And, and that is, I mean, that's what you want. It is. Is as much as too. Don't get me wrong. Like, I, I, I tend to. I do. I enjoy athletes like Juju. Just mm-hmm. you know, to use a local example here. Yeah. Guys that aren't just cookie cutter personalities. Yes. Guys that realize they're getting paid millions of dollars to mm-hmm. play a kid's game, mm-hmm. and they enjoy every second of it. Absolutely. I, even early in his career when we were still doing the the hate 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 thing, mm-hmm. I Motes, I always sensed that with Alexander Ovechkin. Yeah. You know, even at the peak Sid and Ovi rivalry days, mm-hmm. there was always just something. Ovechkin just had this unbridled joy yeah. of playing the game of hockey. Absolutely. And and and, and I and I and, like and you can see like it. You can like just watch it. Heinz Ward used to have it. Heinz Ward you just had watch him. It's Bryce like Yo, he's having so much. You know fun. what I mean? Yes. Like there, there's mm-hmm. like Bryce Harper's another one that comes to mind. Joel yeah. Embiid comes to mm-hmm. mind. Like there's just certain, having a good time. There's just certain athletes you can tell, man, that they that they love what they do mm-hmm. and they realize that they are playing a kid's game and getting paid yeah. a ton of money to do so and they enjoy every second of it and i love that don't get me wrong but i also i love the julio joneses yeah. i love the the sydney crosby's right like just mm-hmm. the they're like a robot who only cares about their sport and you yes. never hear them anywhere else absolutely like i obviously want a blend of those guys well, but it, and i think that's what makes the nfl unique i mean that's what makes life unique that's sure. what makes this show unique the duality think about of man. us right it's definitely the duality i was waiting for you to say it <laughs> But that's what we are, you know? So I do like that. And side note, before I continue on about the Julio praise and stuff like that, I love these glasses, bro. Well, thank you. I, I love them. Man, you, you. You, you, I felt like I was watching, like, what's the, the like 80s eighties movies where, like, the, ah. the, the, the FBI agent comes in with the suit. and the, I, I like, because that's a dope look on you. Uh. But then, since you have the, the, the curved frames, Ugh. we're talking about his glasses, I you do, have the curved frames, it, like it the, makes it more, like, cooler. style frames going but, but on But it's here, a dope yeah. look. I like that Thank look you. on you, man. Thank you. I appreciate it. Yeah, now, I... Uh, my my, I've been going back and forth between glasses and contacts. It's rare that we get glasses. I'm yeah. like, y'all like this look, bro. It's yeah, a good look, man. No, thank you, thank it's you. I know. Look. I saw you grinning at me over yeah, here. I put, man, the, I, I put hey. glasses on like halfway between the segment. <laughs> it was like uh, like the opposite. Like I was like the ugly, you know, the ugly duckling hey. like, takes the glasses off and suddenly looks beautiful. I put them on and Moats is like, I was like, yo, that's, that's a good look on you right there, man. Ooh. All right, <laughs> my man, looking like a hey. young Bruce Willis with hair. Hey, over there. man, hey, the boy got the juice over here, man. I, I thought I was sitting across from a. Some guitar player, some some mayor guy. No, you know who? <laughs> you, know who, you know who? Wifey always says I look like Tom Cruise and Top Gun with these things. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I look like a fighter pilot. Like, with like, these yeah, things it's, it's a dope look. It's a dope well, look. Thank you. But thank so you. so back to Julio though, and, and just continuing on with the good about him, man. Number one, we've never even heard him complain about a contract. How many no, years does media ask him about his money? He's like, it'll get taken when it gets mm-hmm. taken care of. We've never like. The pros, pro. So that's the first thing. Number one question, do we want him? We both agreed yes. The second question, keeping it as simple as this, why would Chase Claypool want Julio Jones here? Oh, now that's a really good question. Th- th- this is see, simple. If th- I was a Steelers wide receiver, yeah. I'd be like, seat's taken. <laughs> you know what I mean? You know, <laughs> seat's taken. Go sit somewhere else. Because, man, that's a it's lot crowded. of mouth. One ball, a lot of mouths to feed. Think about this. And, oh, yeah, they just drafted a running back in the first round. Think about this. In 2019, the leading receiver was James Washington. He's arguably the number four receiver on this roster right now. Just in the wide receiver, that's we're not great, even talking that's about. Great, that's a great we're not even talking there, about is. the hierarchy of who would get targets before him because he's probably lower than number four in terms of who's the target pantheon. Right when you talk about Eric Ebron and Najee Harris, mm-hmm. but that guy's he's also in that wide receiver room. He's the fourth guy in there. Hundred percent. I'm like that's crazy that's crowded. That's nuts. It is it. 
that's where it, that's where the conversation really comes down to, mm-hmm. right? Is I mean, it's just, hey, I get it. Um, if you listen to that full, you know, TMs. I don't even want to call it an interview, right? Because yeah. like, it was more so just TMZ, like a, TMZ yeah. doesn't interview people. They, they just they, like run up to you and ask you a couple pull questions. Pull up on you <laughs> yeah. wherever you and ask you three horrible questions. Seconds, like, yeah. Yes. Um, he cha- one of the things that Chase Claypool said, like in that little sixty-second, you know, um, let's call it an exchange. Yeah. Uh, was Discussion. that you can never have too many superstars. And in theory, I do agree with that because injuries happen. Now, you know, that is, do we have superstars at the wide receiver position, though? Well, now, see, there's a, a – you are just can of worms in me here. Because that's, uh, we, that we, is we, let, let me let me Let me put it this way. Um, we, we know Juju is a good wide receiver. We, can sit, we could sit here. You and I could debate for the entire rest of this episode, is Juju a number one? And we could take tweets on it, and we could go back and forth. Juju's a good wide receiver. Maybe he'll he'll never be great, right? Maybe he will never reach Antonio Brown, all pro, best wide receiver in the league. But Juju is a capable uh, wide receiver who certainly belongs on a team with a big role on Sundays. Mm-hmm. He's a good NFL wide receiver. Maybe not great, maybe not all pro, but Juju is a good NFL wide receiver. Chase Claypool, let's say he, again, complete ceiling, right? Mm-hmm. Ends up being a, man, Plexico Burris type. You know, like 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 hits that ceiling. Yeah. Um, Do you think that's his ceiling, though? I mean, I was gonna say his his ceiling is like Megatron. I was light. about to say, you know what I mean? Yeah, that's what I was thinking. I don't know if it's quite of, that ceiling. I don't think it's Megatron. Right. But that, like, that's why I thought of that, like Plex is kind of Megatron light. Because <sighs> I feel like Plex isn't as athletic though. That's true. He's not. Yeah, he's he not. He can't run. Can't, can't yeah. run. Can't run like that. So so that that's a good point by you. Um, but that. They they obviously don't have anybody who's Julio. I yeah. mean, I, they don't. Again, if we're projecting, Chase Claypool yeah. could maybe be in that ballpark one but day. But we're talking but about in twenty twenty one. Yeah, Chase is not Julio. Deontay Johnson. As as much as we love him, he's just not built like Julio. Yeah, and even though Deontay is dynamic, absolutely, he's still flawed as well right now. I mean, he has the question marks surrounding him based off of the things that took place last year. Absolutely. So. And- in theory, we don't have superstars at the wide receiver position. We have good talent, really good talent. We've, we've got a we've got a the, lot. The of, sum is greater than the whole. Yeah, we got a lot of three point yes, GPAs. Absolutely, you know what I mean. We don't we don't have many valedictorians. Yeah, but but, we, but but no one's really struggling. We our, got a lot of B yeah, pluses. Our, our core group is phenomenal. Yes, like when you talk about our wide receiver group compared to other wide receiver groups, oh, you're gonna be hard pressed to find a better. Group. I would have taken a three point GPA. Yeah. <laughs> you're gonna be very hard pressed to find a better group. Now, as it pertains to just individual high-end talent that is different but when I think of why would Chase want a guy like Julio my first thought was this Chase is already dynamic right Mm -hmm. he could take a top off a defense Mm -hmm. imagine if you have another legitimate version of that because we said with Juju Juju is dynamic but more so working across the middle of the field, matching him up on linebackers, Correct. certain slot corners and safeties, right? We know that's how his role is. We know Deontay. Deontay, he's a smaller statue guy, and we know just certain ways that they get him the ball, and that's how he's able to really take off. But he still isn't the same type of top flight, just pure wide receiver. Agreed. Agreed. He's, got a, he's got a unique skill set. Yes, but-, but he's not just a pure, like Antonio Brown's a pure wide receiver. He's not that just yet. So for Chase, Chase could be looking at it like, man, a guy like Julio opens it up so much more for me. Yeah, because that, no, that's that, true. That's a legit. You have to double team that guy. We oh, talked yeah. about that with Juju, right? We said, man, 
that was our barometer if Juju was a legit number one or not. We said in games where Juju was double teamed, not talking last season because he didn't face a lot of that last right. season, but that first season with AB being removed. We talked about how when he was doubled, he was non-existent, and then it got to the point where certain teams would put their number one corners on him, and his game would kind of disappear as well. So then we started to see them utilize him more in the slot, and that's where he became, you know, good again, right? Correct. So to speak, especially this past more, season. More productive. Yeah, right, right, way yeah. more productive. So for Chase, you got to be asking yourself, man, if you get a guy like Julio, Hmm. It's certain coverages you can't play against me anymore. Oh, 100%. And if you do, I'm, I better be feasting. Yes. I better be Martavis Bryant right. a few years ago. Right. Yeah. And, and if you play a straight, then Julio's going to torch you either way. <laughs> right. So when I think of that, I mean, for Chase, it makes perfect sense. Now, for the rest of the receivers in the room, if you're Deontay, you're not loving that at all. That's going to cut down to your touches. And Deontay James needs to Washington. be a volume touch guy. James Washington especially. Ray Ray McLeod, he's another guy. Maybe even Ebron, too. Yeah, absolutely. That, like that, a, a guy like Julio, that's going to take a lot. You know what I mean? Like, like yeah, a, a ton of targets are going to be allocated for him. Yes. We know that. Yes. So that part for Chase, I'm just kind of like, all right, maybe I can see why. But at the same time, that While only it benefits might take away you. a few of your touches, yeah. it would open up a lot for you at the same time. It definitely would. Yeah. It, it's, it, it would be like Motsi, I don't know. There's baseball on the TV in here. <laughs> like, maybe you wouldn't have as many at-bats. Right. But you'd be at a place in a lineup where like, it'd be like Very you're batting cleanup. You know what I mean? Every like, time, like, like Chase Claypool. Or you're like, yeah. you're like the three-hitter or the five-hitter. You Absolutely. You know what I mean? Like, to, to, to use a, an analogy there. Yeah, it might, might you might not be up at the plate as often. You might not hear your number called as often. But, man, you're going to be – insulated with some really good situations. Yes. They're going to have to throw you some certain pitches that mm -hmm. they can't throw to everybody else. Hey, and that's the beauty, right? You right. love that part. Oh, 100%. 100%. So, and again, too, though, I think with a younger generation of athletes, right, which Chase mm -hmm. Claypool is, and this is weird, Motes. This has got to be really weird for you, especially, because you actually were an athlete, unlike me. But, like, we're at this age now, we're at this generation now where there's, like, the whole new, you know, like, we're not the same age as the athletes. Anymore. Right, right. So, I mean, plenty of them are, obviously, 30 in their, in their early 30s. But mm -hmm. the new wave of athletes now are all 21, 22, 23, yeah. 20. You know, they're a decade younger than you and I are. I think that's just part of that. Like, I think there was, for so long in sports, a mentality of, like, no, like, forget that guy. Yep. I'm going to beat him. I'm going to be better than mm -hmm. him. Whereas now it's like, you, yeah, we can never have too many superstars. Let's, let's load this thing up. Super and let's team go, it up, let's man. Go win. Yeah. yeah. I do think that that's just, a, that's just a, a newer mentality. But you know why, though? That's because we've seen with the newer generation, in terms of how the newer generation is always compared to the old generation, mm -hmm. it – always becomes what? Who has rings? Who has rings? So, and, and especially if, with what the Buccaneers right, just did So if year. that's always going to be brought up, if that's always going to be a person's rebuttal, rings, regardless rings, of rings, talent, rings, 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 rings. then, yeah, you do whatever it takes. You can, quote, unquote, check the ring box, and now the we Kevin, can get— You do the Kevin Durant, right? Right, and now you can get back <laughs> to the statistical element of it because yes. that's what we as players always love, but that has become— the thing about sports debate, the thing about comparing players that has made the game sour in a so sense. So skewed in a lot of ways. Because it's always rings, rings. I mean, how many times we heard it with Bron, Jordan, and Kobe, but then they have the caveat of Ori and Bill Russell, and it's like, ring, ring. So that part, hey, man. If, if, if that's yeah. your argument all the time, that's fine, but you're telling me Eli right. Manning's better than Dan Marino. Right, but that's why you will see <laughs> players – this new generation, they do yeah, do that no, because of that. It's, 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 it's the Kevin Durant. Absolutely, like, yeah, man. It 100% is. Um, so now – You saw that with Tampa Bay last year, yeah. too, and all those guys coming back. Absolutely, man. So now the next question becomes this. Uh-oh. 
financially. You got a lot of questions. Financially, could it work? No. <laughs> because this is the thing. Now, he has the, this is the last year of his guaranteed money, right? He's supposed to make $15.3 million this year. Then after that, drops down to 11.5 for the following two years. Okay. okay. But the following two years are not guaranteed. So just this year, it's 15 mil, 15.3 hmm. for just this year. So in theory, financially, you know, in theory, you can always make it. As I was saying, you, you, you could make it work. Financially. You could definitely make it work. Um, it feels like you would have to sacrifice someone at the salary cap mm-hmm. altar for that to be the case, though. Yeah. Because I know the Steelers have space now. They do. And more than people would expect. Yes, they I do. I think like over $5 million yes. space. Mm-hmm. Um, and we've also seen some of the things that they've been able to do in terms of restructures, 100%. different styles of it. Like, it's <laughs> plenty of, of loopholes. Maybe Chase Claypool will take one. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it's been plenty of loopholes that we've seen yeah. in the past couple of years where it's just like, whoa, how did this happen? Whoa, where did you get the money for this contract? Oh, how did that go about? So Yeah, I think the, the way I think I would answer that is, um, from a priority standpoint, does it make sense financially? Correct, correct. No, but could you make it work? You can always make it work financially. Mm-hmm. In, a, in a salary cap league, there's there's always a way. You might Again, there might have to be some casualties elsewhere. Right. Or you have some ramifications in, pre, in, in years coming Further up. Further down the road. Right, yep. but there's always a way. There's always a way. There's always a way to circumvent that cap space, Arthur Motes. Yeah. You now, might have to rob Peter to pay Paul. I mean, that happens every once in a while, but I don't really but know there, Paul like but that. There's, and Peter's my guy. Yeah. <laughs> but I will say this, man. In terms of the financial element of it, if this was a position of need, yeah. I think different conversation. 100%. 100%. This feels more necessity. This feels more, you know, this is a high-end appetite. This is kind of like, hey, it's only me and you in here. We can. We both want shrimp. We can order this shrimp appetizer for ten dollars, or we can go and get this shrimp tower, seafood tower, for five hundred dollars. Oh, I'm in. You know what I mean? Like we just want the shrimp, though. We want the shrimp, but we know this is gonna have lobster (laughs) and crab and oysters and clam. We don't. We don't don't want any. We we really just want shrimp. Yeah. Yeah. So when I think of this, I'm just kind of like. Do we most, need that? Do we need to spend that type of money on him? Let's, what's, a, what's a comparable, like someone who's the same age? Are the most, if this was Trent Williams that we were having this conversation different about. Different conversation. A little bit different. Hey, and, and it's, a little bit different. And, and this other question. We think about our wide receiver room right now. Offensively, you can say that that's the strongest position group that we have. Offensive line. You can make a case that that might be you the weakest could. position that we have. Which is what I'm saying. If this if this yeah. is someone like Trent Williams, Laramie Tunsil, right? It's a different conversation. Absolutely. Yeah. If it's um, eh, you know what I was gonna say, Jason Kelsey, but uh, he I don't know. He's a little longer than two. He's a little he's he's longer than Julio. Right, right. Longer and, than Julio and, and for certainly. that price point. But his price point wouldn't be as high either. Though. Well, that's it would not cost right. a first it round. Cost, I was yeah. just trying to think like veteran center right. who we know is really good. Yeah. Um, but you're right. I think he's maybe a little too long in the tooth. Um, but yeah, if it was if it was um, maybe an edge rusher, mm-hmm. maybe a you know maybe a, a defensive back, right? Something that we know is like yo, we don't have this it's, solidified. It, you know, Motsi, you 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 asked me at the beginning, right? Like, mm-hmm. what, what was the first question you worded it? Do do you, you want? want him? Not do you need it, him? Right? Do you want him? Exactly. And so I would answer it like, do I do I do I want to go on a date with Margot Robbie? I mean, yeah, sure. Do I need to? Absolutely not. <laughs> but so yeah, but I need to. That's a, that's a, who, 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 just check it. Just check. Sandy, you can't walk out of a drive-in movie. I uh I like it, that's that's the whole difference, right? Is is yeah, is 
Julio Jones is phenomenal. He will mm-hmm. Arthur Motes right now, legitimately, and there's there's a few guys you can say this about in the NFL, but yeah. not too many. But he's certainly one of them. Could walk into any organization, could walk yep. into any locker room. Wide receiver one. And would make them better. Wide receiver one. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, and even if you want to throw up, you know, like a team like the Cardinals that has Hopkins, right? Like he doesn't matter. Wide receiver he would one. walk into any organization, any locker room, and mm-hmm. and instantly improve that offense. Absolutely, yeah. without a doubt. So it's it's always worth discussing a guy yeah. like that. Um, it's just you know it works out in the sense that it also comes, like you said, at the the position group that we probably feel, yeah. at least from a depth po- pers- uh, point as well too the strongest about heading into this season. Absolutely, man. All right, so do we have any tweets so far? Oh, buddy, we got tweets. I was going to say, man, how much time do we have left in this segment, uh, man? We got about three minutes left in this segment. Okay, it's perfect, man. So, do a couple tweets? So or? what we'll do is just do a couple of tweets, and then I'm going to pose my last question before we go to the break. Oh, I see All what right? he folks, so, you so, see what he's doing. Yeah. Let's get, let's get a little tweet, in. Let's do it. You see what he's doing there? Hmm. Uh, Rod Dallas says that he would be having Julio, but that would mean somebody would have to leave. And he said... James Washington, he likes James Washington, but I mean, it's Julio. It's Julio. What are we talking about here? It's Julio. <laughs> uh, Steelers Nation nine twenty says, I don't think we have any space in the receiver room. I feel like uh, we have a great balance of receivers of all styles currently. Yes, I would love to see him, but I don't think he's coming to Steeler Nation. That's I yeah, think that's, that's a, a fair, fair. I think that's yeah. a fair synopsis. Don Juan, because the real question is, if he came, I mean, that room is instantly going to be way better. But if you had to ask, man, who 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 would you sacrifice? It's a good, it's a good question. Who do you sacrifice? Who do you sacrifice? Who, who do you sacrifice? That's the real question here. Who, who you want to sacrifice? <laughs> Don Juan, uh, Mr. Alabama, Don Juan says healthy Julio, yes, but worried that the guy can't stay healthy lately. Reminds him of Anthony Davis for the Lakers. Although I tell you what, Don Juan, Anthony hey. Davis was lifting a lifting a championship trophy yeah. last year. I mean, it, it, game two, AD went, went off. Game three, he got you know got like, eh. Or no, it was game four. Game four, got a little, eh. You know, hopefully you come back. We'll see. That, eh. And you know, it ain't no good for you. <laughs> Get the reaching and grabbing. Like, oh, no, he's down. Grab him for it. Ah, that's the, eh. Now, this is a really good point here, too, by Rod Dalla. Uh, says, though, that, that red zone offense would be deadly. Julio, Juju, Chase, Ebron, that's big man football. Yeah. And, and that's another thing that we've talked a lot mm. about. Um some of the red zone struggles over the last yeah. two years. Now, 2019 was, of course, a little different because the franchise quarterback only played six quarters of Correct. football. So some of the stats on offense from that year They're are going to be skewed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but that we, we know that that's been an issue, Motsi. And again, there's there's not a direct correlation. There's been a few things that, that have played into it. But with Antonio Brown, the Steelers had one of the best five red zone yes. offenses in the NFL since he left. And again, that was a whole year without Ben as well, too. Uh, it's been more so in the bottom five uh, last year as well, too. I mean, there, there again. There, there would be infinite benefits um, to a guy like Julio Jones. But yeah, I, I, I think that's kind of our consensus, right? Is that he would be a a massive luxury. It'd be like uh, Arthur Motes um, buying a sports car. Yeah. When you live in Pittsburgh, what's wrong with that? Like nothing, oh. but it's a luxury. So, so I mean, you can that? only drive it like four or five months a year. Not saying that I've. Owned a sports car in Pittsburgh, but I have heard similar things. I got this neighbor who's got this, this you know, old school Chevy, you know, right, Corvette, man. and this, I'm like, this, man, this, it's sweet. This all black, but you only drive Mustang you only drive convertible like three months a year. Yeah, I see. I seen a person park a Mustang convertible in front on the side of the street for like seven months out the year because it was snow around it. But that drop top looked good when they would drive around. Not saying that Ooh. I had, but I've just you know, 
what I've seen in my lifetime. You're speaking for a friend. Yeah, yeah. Right? I know. I know a guy. <laughs> but that's, that's, a, that's my example. It's, yeah. It's like uh, it's like having a roofless sports car. Yeah. Not ruthless. 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 Oh, like ruth. I thought you were talking like about like Easy E like, and those guys. Like ruthless. Ruthless sports. Mm. You know, what? it's it's like having one of those '60s Jeeps, Moxie, yeah. without the top. You know, like the Fair like enough. the Ace Ventura Safari yeah. Jeep. I'm with you. I'm with you. And you live like in a cold weather climate. Okay. It's sweet. It's a luxury. But you can okay. only drive it like three, four months a year. Well, what we're gonna do is this, man. All right. Because we're, we're going to take advantage of this good weather right here. I actually might go outside for this, like, next commercial break here. Can we have right? class outside? I'm just saying, it's, it's a beautiful day. But what I want to talk about, though, when we come back, right, we've talked about a lot of questions surrounding the Julio Jones element. We've heard some of the uh, Power Grid's responses to that as well. But when we come back, we're going to ask just the simple question of, do we think it will actually happen, right? Because we've talked about why it could work, why it wouldn't work financially, if it could, could not. When we come back, we're going to just simply discuss – do we think it's going to happen along with the start of the second week of OTAs? Oh, yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, Smokes and Euler on SNR.